Debunking Podcast Myths, Expert Style. Our industry is one of the most fun I've ever had the pleasure of being part of. So when the team at Advertise Cast and Work by Work asked me to participate in the X-Fronts, an indie podcast upfront, I jumped at the chance to help educate the audience while also making them laugh, or at least sigh really loudly. Special thanks to Magellan AI for sponsoring this article. Did you know that Magellan AI is hiring? Join the Magellan AI team to help brands, agencies, and publishers buy and sell podcast ads more intelligently. Go to Magellan.ai for more details. Last week, I had the absolute pleasure of participating in the X-Fronts, a completely free, indie-focused podcast upfront. Out of all the virtual events I've attended in the past two years, this one really captured my attention. The quality each presenting partner brought, whether through a well-produced segment or an engaging panel, really set the bar for what a podcast industry event should be in the future. And most importantly, it had zero barrier to entry for anyone who wanted to watch, as it's completely free and on demand. You absolutely should watch the whole thing, and you can find the link in the episode description. Instead of presenting a full panel, the team at Work by Work and I collaborated on five short myth-busting segments, which we've compiled for you in the video below and in text under that. If you want to share any of those clips, check out the Advertised Cast Twitter, where they're actively posting all of them. Downloads, ad delivered impressions, and listens. Every advertising channel has slight differences in the terms they use to define their core metrics. In podcasting, the terms we focus on come from the IAB Podcast Measurement Technical Guidelines, regardless of whether a company is officially certified with the IAB or not. In podcasting, our two core metrics are downloads and ad delivery. When a listener presses play in a podcast app on the episode they want to listen to, it sends a request to the hosting platform to send the file to their device. That action counts as a download once the hosting platform confirms that they've sent at least 60 seconds of audio down to the listener's device. Ad delivery or ad impression is a subset of download as it focuses on the ads within the episode itself. Ad delivery is counted when the podcast hosting platform confirms that they've sent the portion of the episode that includes the ad down to the listener's device. You'll notice I didn't say listens as a core metric of podcasting. Apple, Spotify, and Google all provide podcasters with their own interface and their own metrics, and they validate them themselves without the IAB or even consensus between the three of them on what a listen actually is. So while those platforms will provide listen metrics, which they can provide because they own the podcast playing app itself, they're too fragmented to use at a scale that is a reliable metric in its current form. Podcast streaming is a myth. Did you know that podcasting is not a streaming form of content? Whenever a listener presses play on their podcast app of choice, the podcast player is asked for the entire episode file from the hosting platform. The process is called progressive downloading and isn't just unique to podcasting. So let's try an experiment out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Netflix on your mobile device. Step one, find the content you want to play. Step two, press play and let it run for one minute. Step three, Turn on airplane mode and see how long it takes until the content runs out. 
Streaming is a word that gets co-opted to mean so many different things. And in podcasting, it's used against the industry to dismiss our metrics, specifically downloads. But every year, reports from companies like Edison Research continue to highlight the stickiness of podcast listeners. Couple that information with the fact that around 85% of podcast downloads reported come from a listener pressing play on that specific episode that they want to listen to. And it's pretty easy to correct those new to this base on that misconception. Dynamic ad insertion does not exclude host read ads. Did you know that host read ads can be delivered by dynamic ad insertion? It's a common misconception that the only way host read ads can be purchased is for them to be baked directly into the show. But that's not the case. The first thing we need to understand is who is reading the ad. If it's the host of the show, then we call it a host-read ad. If it's someone related to the show but not the primary voice, that's a producer-read ad. If it's someone not associated with the show at all, that's an announcer-read ad. Then we need to understand how the ad is delivered. Baked in just refers to the ad being stitched into the audio file when the editor sends it off to be uploaded into the podcast hosting platform. No part of that process dictates who read the ad or if they even read the ad at the same time they were recording the episode. It's just as likely that a host did a bunch of ad reads the day after they recorded the core content of the show as it is that they recorded the ad in the middle of the show. Dynamic ad insertion, which over 67% of the podcast advertising revenue is delivered through, according to the IAB, allows for the show and the ads to be uploaded separately to the podcast hosting platform. That way, when a listener presses play on their app, the right ad can be inserted into the right episode or multiple episodes, along with providing actual targeting, better analytics, and campaign management features like pacing. A host-read, dynamically inserted ad can be set to 100% share of voice for a podcast episode, fully mimicking a baked-in ad experience. Dynamic ad insertion doesn't mean programmatic, though it does enable it, and it doesn't have to be producer or announcer-read. The big focus? It enables a company to not have to ask their audio editor to constantly re-edit the episode with a new ad. Podcast attribution exists and leads the charge for digital advertising. It's easy to dismiss what podcast advertising technology can accomplish if you're coming from other fields of advertising. But did you know that so many of those advertising fields are now adapting to the methodologies we've been using for the last five years in the podcast industry? With IP address, user agent, which tells us about the device and podcast player being used, and knowledge of the specific episode being requested, the podcast industry realized that the best way to provide the campaign attribution would be to use data modeling. This process requires taking the data we do have, augmenting what we can against well-known data sources like Nielsen, Epsilon, Experian, and Claritas, and using it to provide a better understanding of who heard the ad and who converted. All of that data is then compared against a control group, with each company in the podcast ad tech space having different methodologies for how they make theirs. In an attempt to compare how the campaign performed against a baseline of listeners of the podcast or visitors to the site. The goal being to show the campaign provided a measurable lift 
increase in conversions over that control group. And now, as privacy continues to become a major factor in advertising in every channel, while mobile device IDs and cookies continue to be removed from the largest data sets, the style of attribution we use in podcasting is quickly becoming a mainstay in other advertising channels as those industries find themselves with less and less data. Podcast attribution is far more than promo codes and vanity URLs. Back catalog is not less valuable than new episodes. In an effort to make podcast advertising more appealing to a wider audience, it's safe to say we've made some decisions in the past that have made things harder to change in the future. To me, the biggest one is the notion that older episodes or back catalog are any less valuable to advertisers than newly released episodes. If you decided to listen to first season of Serial today, would the baked-in MailChimp ad be any less effective than if you heard a MailChimp ad on the latest episode of Pod Save America? It sure wouldn't. It's not important when the episode came out, but rather when the listener decided to listen to it. Most of our culture has moved towards binge-watching or listening content, with many waiting until a series has ended or catching up with several episodes in a row. So ask yourself why a new listener starting at episode one of a series today should be any less valuable to a new listener starting at the latest episode today. Wrapping it up. I had an absolute blast contributing to the X-Fronts, and I truly hope I'm asked back next year. The content was astounding, the team that planned it knocked it out of the park, and I truly believe that the entire industry grows when a junior account manager is able to watch something like this without having to pay out of their own pocket because their expense request was rejected. We absolutely can all learn a lot from this event, and I hope we continue to see more like it. If you're running an event, I would love to talk to you about speaking at it. Please reach out.